Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. I have Sarah and Annie from Laughs and Littles. They host this awesome podcast, and it's called Laughs and Littles. You guessed it. They laugh, and they talk about little kids. They're awesome. These two ladies are Catholic converts, and I just love what they have to share with us today. They're talking about friendship and how we can make mom friends, practical tips, inspiration, encouragement. You're going to love it. Enjoy. Hey, Annie and Sarah, welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. It is a joy to have you both here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. You're so welcome. Everybody, Annie and Sarah are podcasters. They host the podcast Laughs and Littles, which I just love that name. Mm -hmm. And they are just these lovely ladies that I got the honor of connecting with and, and just really feeling like their spirit is so in line with everything I share on the podcast. So I knew I had to have them on. So each of you, however you want to take turns um, answering this question, <laughs> um, what does life look like for you right now? So can you share a little bit about your life and, and what it looks like in these interesting times that we're living in? <laughs> Well, Sarah and I are both home with our three kids, and we both have husbands in grad school studying theology. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of our um, mornings, and um, I live in Indiana and Sarah lives in D.C., but a lot of our mornings are a lot of, you know, reading and dishes and basically scheduling naps and cozy times trying mm -hmm. to get outside <laughs> when it's yep. cold. But um, we're both homeschooling. So I don't know, Sarah, what can you say? Yeah. Yeah. So we each have three kids who are five and under. And um, so my, my oldest is five. So we're kind of doing a little bit more. We're doing her kindergarten year with homeschooling. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of yeah, our days are like teaching her to read. She can read, so yay. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> yeah, we kind of hit the end of this. It's like Christmas break pretty much now. And I'm like, all right, I gotta gear up for like next semester. Cause my goal was to teach her to read and she can read. And so now I'm kind of like, mm, <laughs> what do What's we do next? next? <laughs> And I think, are you guys, I, Stephanie, are you a little bit ahead of Sarah in your pregnancy? Yeah, I'm 23 weeks. How many weeks are you, Sarah? Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm 17. Okay, nice. Yeah, so you're out of the yucky phase, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay, I'm nice. A lot better, yeah. Uh, it's so nice when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people don't get that lucky and they don't feel good a you know, a good yeah. bit of the pregnancy or the whole thing. It's just, yeah. I feel blessed that it, this third time, same with my other two, it lifts around the second trimester. So that really helps with, you know, managing all the household stuff and <laughs> doing yeah. life. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So your days kind of sound somewhat similar to mine. You know, my four-year-old is doing homeschool preschool. So it's very laid back and it's very led by her. Like she, I don't push it. She shows a lot of interest. So I know what you mean by the naps and the cozy time and, <laughs> and all that good stuff. Um, so can you share a little bit about how the two of you got started with laughs and littles? Because I always think it's interesting to hear how someone started a podcast and a little bit of 
what people could expect because I'm hoping that after people listen to this interview with you ladies, they'll want to learn more about your podcast. So could you give them just a little taste of what you're all about over on your show? Yeah. So I feel like for our podcast, I had like the initial (laughs) vision and Annie had everything after (laughs) that. Um, Well, we did start it because we knew Sarah might move. And we had this thing going for a while with our good friend Shayla where the three of us would get together every Monday morning. We'd pray divine mercy. We'd settle all the tantrums and fights between the kids and try and get them out of outside as much as possible. (laughs) (laughs) That was a wonderful way to start our our weeks. And – just the three of us were together and Sarah was like, we should start a podcast. And I was like, yeah, we should. That was yes. <laughs> just like out of nowhere. But I was thinking like, we should start a podcast somewhere in the distant future. Like, <laughs> you know, no timeline on it, but like, this is something that would take forever to start. And then Annie just got rolling on it. And I think I brought that up in like March and we, we recorded in May Yeah, and like yeah. published our first podcast in May. So it was, yeah, it it's fun. been a great way for like us to keep connected and talk. And we brainstorm so much of our like motherhood and parenting together um, because we're always just trying to like refine what we're doing. And so we're like, these are hopefully like good conversations. Maybe someone would like to listen in <laughs> and mm-hmm. sprout their own friendships and and see what it's like to connect with a friend and get help from a friend and I love yeah, that. I laugh a little. <laughs> yeah, I think, and the name of it just kind of gives it away. You know, it's for moms and it's, mm-hmm. you know, everything family life related, right? And and you throw in faith too, right? And, and you're both Catholic converts. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I think that's really cool because I grew up Catholic, so I always find it interesting you know, that's a whole other episode that we could do about your conversion stories. But, um, but yeah, so let's talk about, you know, maybe a mom's listening right now and she's feeling really just overwhelmed and just kind of bogged down by the day-to-day mom stuff that we all have to do that some of it's kind of monotonous. Other parts are really joyful and, this year has been really hard in terms of loneliness and isolation and not having your community in person like usual. So could you maybe encourage a mom listening who feels alone and isolated and, and just how, how do we even cultivate friendship right now? So you ladies are using the podcast and, and using that as like a platform to not only encourage other moms, but then keep your friendship alive I think that's so cool. And so what would you say to a mom listening who's feeling like, oh, I'm so alone. Like I'm just home all week with my kids. What What is that mom to do? And that's, I mean, the really hard part about that is because everyone is on such a different page with the pandemic and everyone's, you know, we really respect where everyone is at with that. Our personal comfort levels as of where we are right now is that we, Sarah and I both do see some people um, in Mm -hmm. our life. And so we have like those, some of those play dates still. 
And um, but not ev- not everyone feels comfortable with that, and we definitely respect that. But um, then you also have to find those people in your life. If if you're in that place, you're like, I'm comfortable. I could like hang out with a few friends. Um, but like, who is comfortable with that? And then yeah. asking people like, hey, and I've totally asked friends like, do you want to hang out? And they're like, nope. And I'm like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally get it. <laughs> you're just like, it's okay to have those awkward <laughs> conversations. Yes. Yeah. Oh. It's such um, a weird time. Yeah with that uh, it is and so if let's say let's talk to two different well let's say three different categories there's mm-hmm. people who are cool with hanging out with anybody there are mm-hmm. people who are cool with having kind of a bubble and there are people who are really just wanting to only have maybe a few hangouts with people and everybody has to wear a mask mm-hmm. and um What's hard about that is, you know, my two-year-old won't wear a mask, no, so that, yeah. that's tough, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, so maybe we could kind of speak to each group of moms mm-hmm. and just that's encourage great. them in kind of a unique way because, like you said, we want to respect where everyone's coming from and mm-hmm. everybody's comfort level, but then give them something encouraging that they could specifically apply to their life maybe this week to connect with a mom friend because we know – that connection with other moms is just huge and life-saving for us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the first group, that was, you said, like, willing to see anyone, everyone? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, then you should be good, right? <laughs> I mean, <no>. Yes. Um, <laughs> I guess the encouragement there is, like, ask people where they're at and be okay with having a no or a yes and I mean, so when Sarah, when, when COVID like first hit and um, I think like six weeks, six weeks went by and then we did form the, the pod of just our two families. And so we had to have a lot of conversations, like the four of us, us and our husbands about like, what are we going to do? How's this going to work? And being on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if um... – what if the people that want to see people don't have anybody who's comfortable? I think mm-hmm. that's the hardest position mm-hmm. to be in almost because you want to hang out with people, but mm-hmm. but there's no one maybe in your area. So is there a way like Zoom or, you know, connecting with people online? If anyone's listening, mm-hmm. I'm happy to connect with you. <laughs> <laughs> let's be virtual friends yeah um, I feel like for yeah, that what would you suggest well for that for that category and then also for the for all the categories um the mm-hmm. bubble and the can't see anyone I have to give a plug for Marco Polo yes, <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah Annie and I love that app and I feel like so I feel like I'm kind of in the second category of like I have kind of a select bubble like mm-hmm. actually forming the pod with Annie's family um back in the spring showed me that actually the COVID isolation like quarantine with one other family was like kind of my ideal <laughs> in a way it was like, we were like oh, this is great. <laughs> I really only need one friend like <laughs> it actually is great 
to have one person I'm going to see multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. I connect with them. My, my kids connect with their kids. And then that just kind of like satisfies my need for community of like, I'm getting this, I'm getting this adult time. My kids are getting socialization with the play date. And it's simple because it's one person. <laughs> like you come to my house once, I come to your house once, we could meet at a park once. Like, and then and then for people outside of that one person. So it's like I need one real life friend that I see. And then I connect with other people through Marco Polo. Mm, um I like that. Yeah. That's kind of how Sarah I've been doing I, through COVID. <laughs> yeah. Sarah and I are really big on like figuring out how I mean, because you've got these stages, right? Like you have to figure out how do I meet someone? And so that's usually like you meet people through friends, at church, on a local community, Christian Catholic Facebook group. So you've got that initial and then you have to set up like a date with that person. And then you have to decide like (laughs) how do we keep this going? Do we meet weekly? Do we meet monthly? And there's all these like stages to a friendship, but it starts with – you know, what do I need? What are my kids' ages? What's our schedule? Because um, earlier in this year, I could not go out in the mornings because of our like nap trap situation. So mm-hmm. I was like, Sarah, only afternoons I can come to you. So like mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, what can you actually do? Do you have someone that is kind of similar or at least satisfies your kids' developmental stages? And like, does it feel like a safe person? But the hardest part about friendships, and this is what has really hit me with Sarah leaving me, (laughs) is that (laughs) friendships take so much time. Um, Yes. It takes so long to build a friendship. I mean, Sarah and I, it took us like two plus years to get to this point of seeing each other on a weekly basis and then on a, you know, multiple times a week. And you never, you don't know if that friendship is going to be good sometimes until you have actually put in the time. Yeah. Yeah. Annie has a good thing about, it's really about the quantity over the quality, like of Mm -hmm. play dates or something, you know, Mm -hmm. like you can walk away from a play date and be like, ugh, like, (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. the kids just fought the whole time. Like I didn't get a good conversation with that person. Like Mm -hmm. they're just feeling kind of like blah. And we've had that. (laughs) Yeah, we've had that. Like every every play date isn't going to be fantastic. But Mm -hmm. like you have enough of them. You build up like, oh, I know this person. This person knows me. I can bring up the things I'm thinking about. We can work through like, hey, this snack that you brought caused – like our kids to fight so much and like <laughs> it made me really upset you know like bringing up conflict with someone too like yep that was a good one <laughs> yep. that's funny yes oh. yeah I think so not getting offended easily if you're trying to no. make friends yes. don't be offended <laughs> that's so important the honesty I think that's a really key part of a friendship is just being honest with that person And being your true self, because I think if you're not your true self, then you never really know, like, are we really friends? Are we Mm -hmm. compatible as friends? Mm -hmm. If you're just kind of putting on this false sense. I always say that 
your best friends are the ones who you don't clean up your house for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like you're okay with the dirty dishes. And I'm kind of an eat freak. So I sort of feel like every morning I need to get all the dishes done. But if I don't feel anxiety thinking about my friends seeing the dishes in the sink, I know that's a good friend. <laughs> I love yeah. that. So, it doesn't mean that I don't clean up before friends come over, but it's mm-hmm. just that feeling of like, okay, I'm at peace. Like they can see me without my makeup and, you know, postpartum, those friends who come over and deliver meals and you don't care that you're in your PJs and you haven't washed your hair in a week. Like <laughs> those are your real friends. But it when does you mentioned time. postpartum, <laughs> I was just thinking I was there when Sarah delivered her third baby. So, oh wow, that's the, the, so cool! We got real. We got <laughs> yeah, really I was real. Say, that's a whole other <laughs> level of friendship. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's I love. Really I love cool. what you said about uh, the peace um, and just being there. I would. I would love to add. I was just thinking too that I think this is like a very countercultural thing right now, or just in general that. We don't want to invade anyone's life. We don't want to be an inconvenience to anyone. But having friends is an inconvenience. And it is a it is a burden. Like to have True. people come to your house is a burden. They eat your food. They make a mess. They, like, but who cares? Because right. what it gives you is like sustaining life-giving conversation and interactions. Like I don't care if I have to make two other kids – peanut butter and jelly sandwiches like the the burden is so minimal and knowing that i'm a burden to my friends because i'm bringing all of myself and my emotions mm-hmm. to their house so i would just yeah embrace all of that <laughs> yeah. yeah and like, like I, a I perk of covid so you know is the outdoor play dates right so like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. happening a lot more and now that it's cold, it gets getting harder. But like, <laughs> it does keep your house yes. a little cleaner that you're like, <laughs> let's meet at the park or yes. you know, let's stay in the backyard, mm-hmm. whatever. That's so true. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, just being flexible, I think that's also a, a mark of mm-hmm. a good friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you've always had those, you always have those moments where you're going to meet up and something happens and you're late or you change of plans like oh Mm -hmm. can we actually do this time instead I feel like that's also something that is key in my life with friends you know if if my friends can be flexible and understanding Mm -hmm. that you know life doesn't always go as planned like I'm you know late or something I'm really trying to work on that I know that's one of my (laughs) vices <laughs> I'm totally late to play dates. I'm like, sorry guys. Um, but I think just that understanding and like you said, accepting that someone else brings their whole self with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone's listening and they're saying, you know, how many friends do I need? And I think it's really cool that you said, um, Sarah, that you know, you kind of realized you only needed like one in-person friend. And I kind of feel like COVID has taught us that like we're, we just need a little bit of adult interaction, (laughs) a little (laughs) bit of, you know, another mom supporting us. Um, What would you say if someone's listening and they don't really have any in-person friends right now, 
Is there a way you suggest, like if they're comfortable being with people in person, is there a way you suggest that they reach out to other moms, like Facebook groups, Instagram? Um, like what would you, what would you suggest if, if you didn't have someone in person? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's so hard. So hard. Um, yeah, I guess you could try Facebook. If there's like a Facebook group that felt compatible with that and like, you know, well, local How enough, did you get right? connected with people when you moved? Because you moved during COVID. I did. I, I moved during COVID. There was a listserv in my town for like Catholic women in the town. And, you know, you can – you. And when you get added to the list, you introduce yourself. And so I just said, these are the ages of my kids. We're hoping to make friends. Like, we'd love to meet at a park. And I got a couple of playdates out of that and made a really good friend from that. Um, I think Facebook groups have more of that, like, local community stuff. But if you mm -hmm. don't have one of those, I would say talk to your church and ask them to get on the email list for the homeschool family because mm. every parish mm. and church has like that list and homeschool families you know they are good at connecting that way yeah that's a great idea that's so true because we have a homeschool group at our church and um, I'm a part of it and it's a great group of moms lovely lovely ladies so yeah I think that's really great practical advice. Thank you for that. And then if, if someone feels like, okay, I have friends, but how do I continue to cultivate it? This is my last question before we um, let people know where they can connect with you. I just want to leave people with just some encouragement about how to cultivate friendships, how to pour into it, because I think it's not always a skill we're taught and sometimes it doesn't come naturally for some people. So what, what would you be your top tips for really nurturing friendships you have and that you see like, okay, I really like this person. I want to grow closer to them and, and really deepen our friendship. I would say, because I just went through this, right? I just <laughs> moved to a new place and made new friends. Yes. Um, be bold. <laughs> like, I like whatever, that. You think, whatever you think boldness is for you, like <laughs> try to go like a hundred times more than that because, <laughs> and, and what I mean by that is like, yeah, putting yourself out there, maybe it's like, but mostly in a way of like making yourself vulnerable to this person, right? Not like, mm. I don't think it's super helpful to think like, how can I like, help this person right away? Or like, how can I like give this person a gift to show that I really want to be their friend? I think it's gets real faster. If you're like, I need your help, new friend. Like, mm -hmm. can you, okay. My example is <laughs> I had hung out with this friend twice before I texted her, Hey, it's my birthday on Sunday. Could you sleeps it for us like could you I had already felt out where she was at with COVID so I was like could you come to our house after our kids are asleep so that we can go out for a date for my birthday and she was like sure totally and that and then and then in our in our like face face to face time at a park or whatever our kids are running around just like bringing up naturally things that are on my mind right like this is who I am this is what I'm thinking about this is where I'm at and what about you? 
rather than just always kind of staying surface level. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean with being bold. Mm -hmm. Well, I love even Mm -hmm. you're saying like, this is what's happening with me because people would like to hear that rather than going up to someone and being like, give me your resume. Tell me about you. I want to get to know you. Like that, Mm -hmm. you know, that just doesn't feel natural. I have to say too, Sarah also saw this friend she's talking about in some, was it in her backyard or someone else's backyard? Walking by and invited herself in pretty soon. Yeah, someone else's backyard. <laughs> I was like, hey, can I join you guys? <laughs> Which I'm like, that amazing. is awesome. <laughs> I'm so proud that of you. That is That's amazing. So <laughs> if I ever move, I'm going to have to call you up for some tips, Sarah, because <laughs> you just, you know how to make friends. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Thank you, ladies. Th- those are really helpful tips. And just something to think about in my own life. I have some really wonderful mom friendships, but sometimes you do notice yourself being surface level. And I think when you're the first one to be bold and be vulnerable and kind of put yourself out there, and this is in any relationship, like a spousal relationship or, you know, some, a family member, when you take that first step, it kind of opens the door for the other person and, Mm -hmm. and that vulnerability back and forth. That's, so healthy and it really deepens relationships. So thank you for sharing that. That's very insightful, ladies. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Anything else you want to leave our listeners with before we let them know where they can connect with you after this? Happy Advent. (laughs) What were you going to say? I I said happy Advent. (laughs) Happy Advent. Well, okay. I was going to say you also will like – the first time I met with that friend, I had blueberries stuck all over my teeth and didn't know it. Like I had had a smoothie that morning and I came back from the play date, our first play date. And Chris, my husband was like, what's all that in your teeth? And I was like, what? <laughs> so like oh, no. in the oh. being bold, you will have moments of like, I just want to crawl under a rock and die. Like it, it, yes. the vulnerability is hard. Um, so embracing all of it I guess <laughs> it will not always mm-hmm. go your way um mm-hmm. but that there- when people when people don't text me back after like a day I'm like mm-hmm. I just text them a smiley face and I'm like I have I have no shame they forgot they That's forgot awesome. to text me back yes they probably feel bad yes. I don't feel bad no one should feel bad I'm just gonna text you again I've texted <laughs> multiple smi- like oh like Wednesday no response then I'll text a smiley face on Thursday and then on Friday they go oh my gosh I'm so sorry can we hang it on Monday yes I love that <laughs> yeah that's good you ladies are really bold I love it and this is why you've you've maintained your friendship with distance because yeah. you just it's go like for it extending so grace good. for others and for yourself Mm-hmm. That's so true in friendship and just in life. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, ladies. This was so lovely. And it got me all excited. I was like, I can't wait to hang out with my friends more. Like uh, friendships yeah. are just, they're just such a beautiful part of life, especially with other moms who are going through the same stuff, the same season, mm-hmm. you know, we're all in it together. So yeah. Thank you ladies for being here. And if someone wants to check out your podcast, Laughs and Littles and connect with you ladies, where should they go? Well, our show's on just every podcast app, Laughs and Littles. Yep. And Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to connect with you there at Laughs and Littles. Perfect. Thank you ladies for being here. Thank you so much, Stephanie.
You're welcome. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm so grateful to have you here as a part of this community. And if you love listening to these episodes as much as I love sharing them with you, hit subscribe on your podcast app. And if you're an Android user, you can download the Stitcher app and subscribe there. That way you know every time a new episode goes live. Thanks for being here, friend. Bye for now.